Fourth and 16 on a Wednesday. That means time to check in with Packers Hall of Famer Mark Tauscher. Wildey and Tausch, 9 to noon on ESPN Wisconsin. Greetings, Tausch. Uh, good afternoon. How are you, Greg? I get a little fill in the blank for you here to start off our segment. After two weeks, Jordan Love has been? Uh, I think he's been awesome. Uh, and I know I've gotten into a lot of arguments with Wildey on our show about this, but I, I just, I looking at how my perception was coming into this season, and that, again, takes you through the whole offseason, even with, you know, Jordan playing in the preseason, uh, I didn't know what to expect. And everything he's done has exceeded the expectations that I had. I think most Packer fans feel like, man, we got our guy. And, again, it's a small sample size. Things can change. But through two weeks of the season, you know, I, I know last game in the fourth quarter he was 0 for 4 and we didn't get the field goal and we lost the football game. But his command and his leadership and his not making mistakes and six touchdowns, he's put his his team in position to win every time he's been out there. He's won one, should have two. And I just think I've, I have been really impressed with the entire operation that Jordan Love is, how he's carrying himself and how he's playing on the football field. I, I couldn't be more impressed with what he's done so far. Yeah, so I, for me all along, it, it was never a question of talent, right? I mean, you go back to draft day. There was a reason Matt LaFleur and Brian Gutekunst were, were sort of laughing and, wow, we got our guy. This is a steal. It was not lack of talent, but it was, you know, trying to piece it all together. And he's had the benefit of time. I'm watching rookies play right now in the NFL, including one in Carolina. There's a rookie just thrown into the fire and said, good luck. That wouldn't have worked, I don't believe, for Jordan. So he's, he's sort of had the benefit of time and being positioned with an offensive-minded coach. He got to learn under a Hall of Famer. Yeah, and no, Greg, you said it, and Jordan Love has said it. I think Jordan Love understood that if he was going to be thrown into the mix in 2020 as a rookie, it was going to be tough, and probably even in 2021. So players and competitors, they want to get out and play as soon as they possibly can, but you can get yourself in a better position, and then you're going to have a lot longer career and a better career. Aaron Rodgers had it. You know, He was able to sit three years. Jordan Love sat three years. Patrick Mahomes sat a year. What I'll be fascinated to watch is if Jordan Love continues on this trajectory, uh, are more teams going to look at this approach because – I think there's value in learning and there's a value in understanding the quarterback position isn't just about making throws. It's the entire package, how you carry yourself, how you lead, your approach. And Jordan Love definitely took a lot from Aaron Rodgers, and I think he's learned a lot about himself. And I think this is the perfect storm for him to come in with all this youth and figure out what is gonna, what am I going to need to be to be the quarterback of this team, and it's going to evolve. What he's doing now isn't going to be what's going to be asked of him in five or six years. It's go- Right now, what do I need to do while he continues to work on his skill set? And that's why I've been thoroughly impressed with his approach. I'm kind of stuck on, on David Bakhtiari's situation. And, and the reason I'm stuck, Tausch, is I thought Matt LaFleur had multiple opportunities to say, he's hurt, he's injured, it's going to be like this throughout the year, we've got a plan, we're working through a plan. I, instead, he, he just kind of had an, an irritation about himself, whether it was the question or the situation. I'm sort of stuck on trying to believe what's true with David Bakhtiari, if it's a knee flare-up or if it's more of a turf issue, and I just don't want to give that a go this year because I know my snaps are going to be limited. 
Yeah, I, I think there's the unfortunate part of when there's communication issues, there's a vacuum, and then there can be a ton of speculation as far as what's going on. I think what we know is David's knee is beat up. That's been that, – that we know. The – I guess how he approached things and answered the questions last week about playing on turf, he's been very vocal about it. Uh, I'm guessing his knee was stiff and how – he reacted to the Bears game. He didn't practice, although he didn't practice the week before. I, when Matt LaFleur had Matt LaFleur just come out and said, yeah, he had some swelling. He didn't come out of the Bears game as good as we hoped. He's going to miss this week, and we hope that we can get him back as soon as possible. None of this is any question, but he was obviously agitated. He shut down conversation on it, and until somebody comes out with a definitive, here's what's going on, you're going to have that speculation to what actually is going on, which I'm guessing there's a combination of a lot of things. But if David Bakhtiari felt 100% healthy, he would have played last week. So I'm going to just take it as he's not feeling as good as he wishes, his knee's not where it needed to be to play, and he wasn't going to be able to give the team what they needed. I just wish the communication between all parties were better. So who finds out first in the situation? Because Rashid Walker said he found out like the night before the game that he was going to start. Is it typically you tell the coach first and then you tell the player who is your your backfill or does like how does that work? I, I I'm not convinced that was handled the right way, but maybe I'm just seeing it wrong. Yeah, that's the part that doesn't make any sense, and the fact nobody is discussing it. I understand injuries, and you want to protect players. I, that's what Matt Lafleur should be doing, but that's the part I'd love to know the answers. I don't have the answers to that. Uh, I know the beat guys and the gals up there are going to be working on getting those answers. Uh, Matt LaFleur wants to move forward. And it's more now, that's in the past, how that was handled. It is what it is. How is it going to be handled in the future? Because I hope nobody likes the way it was handled last week. I hope that everybody moves forward and can figure out. Because these guys, the good news is with David's practice schedule, these guys are getting all the reps. They're understanding and they're preparing like they're going to be starting. David let uh, Rashid know that he was playing. I hope Matt LaFleur and I hope Goody and I hope the training staff, everybody else knew that. But as of this point, nobody knows that for sure. But you would hope that everybody's on the same page because if you have everybody guessing what's actually going on, you're not going to be able to function as well as you need to uh, as a as a football team. So take me inside the locker room because you know all in all on balance I look at a one and one start and a throttling of the Bears and loves numbers and where this team is is looking good and some rookies that have kind of jumped up and and taken their opportunity and run with it and, and there's some really encouraging signs Tausch after two weeks. I also in a vacuum on Sunday was a frustrated fan because you had it right you had it right there and you just couldn't finish. So that in itself is frustrating. Even though it's a young team, shorthanded team, all of the above, how is that felt in the locker room? Yeah, you're disappointed because you feel like you let one get away that you should win. I think, you know, everybody in that locker room, they believe they're going to win every week. Now, some of the older vets that have been around, you understand, especially as young as this roster is, that there are going to be games like that where you should be able to close up shop. you got to figure out, what are the plays that we needed to make, whether it was Jordan Love on the quarterback sneak or A.J. Dillon picking up a first down or Jair Alexander catching that interception and taking it to the house? All of those plays, there's six or seven plays in all of these games that determine whether you win or lose. And if you're not on the right end of them, you can get stung. So there's a lot of encouragement. I think everybody up there feels, man, Jordan's our guy. We're, we're moving the football. We're scoring enough points. And defensively, 
I'm sure the defense, <clears throat> defensive side of the football is looking at this and saying, we need to be better. We give up too many yards rushing. This is a young offense. We know there's going to be growing pains. We had if they if they get us 24 to 28 points a game, we should win. And if that's not the attitude, uh, I think they should check it and make sure that that is the attitude because that that's what this team needs. And I think if this offense can continue to put up those kind of numbers, I think they should win more games than they don't, and they should be right in that edge of making a playoff push. With a team that's this young. Packers host the Saints on Sunday afternoon, a noon kickoff, and the first game of the season at Lambeau Field. Mark Tauscher, Packers Hall of Famer, 9 to noon. It's Wildy and Tausch on ESPN Wisconsin. Appreciate it, Tausch. We'll check it again next week. Sounds good, Greg.